Morning, Beecher Island. It is good to be together for sure, and uh, and I'll just add a little announcement in there for the young adult Sunday school or the young adult Bible study. Uh, watch Facebook. We will put all the details out there. Watch Facebook if you don't already like Beecher Island Sunday School Facebook page. Like it. All that will get forwarded. Then, then you can see it all. But uh, young adults, uh, pay attention to that. We'll get all that out the beginning of this week so that you can see all the, the details for sure because um, my wife is sick this morning and uh, as you can see I have no details for you. And <clears throat> my fault. My fault. <laughs> so um, pay attention to Facebook. We'll get it all out there and we'll, uh, we'll have an awesome time in that study. So um, uh, um, We've been blessed with some moisture over the last week, huh? That's good. It's sure a good thing. It's praise the Lord in that. Um, I will tell you, if you complain about the temperatures, you're the one who chose to live here. Okay? So just be okay with cold temperatures and snow. I would just love 60 degrees and rain, but that's not where we live. So, <laughs> cold and snow, but it's good. Uh, what a blessing it is to have the moisture. And it was a long stretch there where we didn't have any. So, what a blessing and praise to our God for that. Um, thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, blessing to have you right here. And a blessing to have you online. And, um, man, I, uh, I know I don't uh, say it very often, but I just want to let you know that Beecher Island is an independent, non-denominational, Jesus-loving, Bible-preaching church. And I say that because I believe it. I say it because we are all about God's Word, and we are about His kingdom. And I just want to tell you that this morning that if you ever hear a different gospel preached than the gospel of Jesus Christ, you come talk to me. Come tell me. Come tell me if I'm getting it wrong. Come tell me if I'm not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ because I want to fix it. I only want to be about Him and His Word. That's why I say it. And, uh, and so, thank you all for coming through these doors this morning. Choosing Beecher Island as a place to be. And, and um, I will just tell you that uh, uh, I, I have really enjoyed this study in John, and, and we've got a long ways to go yet, but um, I'm excited about where we've been and, and what we're doing, and, and, and today we're going to be right back after it. So if you have your Bible, turn to John chapter 12, the Gospel of John chapter 12, and, and we're going to get after it, but before we do, I, I want us to have our minds right and why this was written. How do we read it? We read it as John chapter 20, verse 31 says, But these things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and believing you'll have life in His name. What an awesome Scripture. What an awesome Scripture. But that is how we are to read the Gospel of John, and that's how I want to read it. So John chapter 12. Let's go to Him in prayer. Father God, I thank You for Your Word. I thank You that we have it to, to go to. Lord, help us to clear our minds and our hearts this morning. Just be open to You and Your Word and growing in our relationship with You, Lord. Um, God, we fall short uh, every day. And, and, and You know that about us. But yet You still love us unconditionally. You forgive us of all those, those wrongs. And you just pour it out. 
And I pray that we see that it's all because of you, Jesus. All because of you, we have that. We have life. And I just pray this morning that we even understand it even a little more, that, that it is all about you and that you are the Christ, the Son of God, and that in you we have life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, John chapter 12, starting in verse 34. The crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law that the Christ uh, will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, you are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. The man who walks in the dark does not know where he is going. Put your trust in the light while you have it so that you may become sons of light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. Even after Jesus had done all these miraculous signs in their presence, they still would not believe in him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet. Lord, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason they could not believe, because as Isaiah says elsewhere, he has blinded their eyes and deadened their hearts so that they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts nor turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus' glory and spoke about it. Yet at the same time, many even among the leaders believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they would not confess their faith for fear they would be put out of the synagogues. For they love praise of men more than praise from God. Then Jesus cried out, When a man believes in me, he does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. When he looks at me, he sees the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. As for the person who hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save <clears throat> There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. That very word which I spoke will condemn him at the last days. For I did not speak of my own accord, but the Father who sent me commanded me what to say and how to say it. I know that his command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. Amen, amen. God's Word is good, and there's so much, there's so much uh, in this that just pulls on my heart. So much that, that just, just grabs a hold of me, and we can sure read over it, just get on with the rest of John, and there's some really good stuff that we're going to get to, and we can miss over this. But you know what? If we did that, we would miss, a, miss out on so much detail. So much detail that's, that's laid in here, and <clears throat> by no means do I want to do that. So we're going to dig in, but first, I, um, I was, as I read this, I was, I was thinking back to when I was younger, um, to, to back to when I was a bullrider. Uh, there was a movie that came out back in that time, uh, and, and most of you probably remember it, uh, um, but it was a movie called Eight Seconds. 
And, and when this movie came out, everybody and their dad wanted to be a bull rider. Uh, um, it, it was crazy. And, and um, everywhere I turned, everybody would say that they're a bull rider, or that they wanted to be one. It was it was a crazy time. And and um, I just remember the words of a, a great barrack writer friend of mine, and, and he said. Um, Go and show what you can do. And then when they ask, tell them about it. Don't go bragging about yourself and then show them you can't do it. <laughs> and, and so it's just stuck with me. But I'll never forget at the Golden High School Rodeo. Um, it was after the second movie, so there was like 90 bull riders entered in the rodeo. There was three sections of bull riding. The first one at 9 in the morning, and the last one was about 9 p.m., somewhere in there. I don't remember, but it was a long rodeo. Lots of entries. I mean, it, we were there for a while. But anyways, this kid, uh, this high school kid, was entered the bull ride. And uh, we, first section, we're back behind the chutes, and this, this kid, man, he... He fit the part. He had brand new shafts, brand new vest, brand new rope. I mean, fit the part. And uh, they started running some bulls in there. And man, he puts all of his shafts on and his vest. And he's got his spurs on his boots and takes his glove on. And we get through the first section of bull riding. We had talked to the kid beforehand. And he had told us all about how he was a bull rider and, and uh, been, been going to many rodeos. And, we didn't think much of it, but uh, after the first section of bull riding, he didn't put his rope on any bull. So, so we asked him, when are you up? What, what section of bull riding are you in? Well, I think I'm in the third. Oh, okay. So that kid, he, he kept all of his stuff on and he went and sat in the stands. Glove taped on and all. <clears throat> And about that evening, about 8 or 9 o'clock, when, when the third section of bull riding was, was up, uh, he, he, he was back there again. You know, he was back there for every section of bull riding, but, but now it was his time. And his bull was in the chute, and he grabbed his rope, and he went over there and put his bull rope on his bull, and that bull started jumping around a little bit, and he took his rope back off, and he went and put it in his bag, and he took off all the stuff and put it in his bag, and left. The poor kid didn't think he was a bull rider anymore. You know, uh, I tell that story because there is those who talk a great talk. And then there are those who show it. And then tell about it. And the second one is Jesus. The second one is absolutely Jesus. He, he showed the people over and over again the miraculous signs, the, the, the miracles, and, and all the stuff that He did. And then when they asked who he was, he said, I'm the Christ. He said, I'm the Son of God. I'm the Son of Man. The sad part is they didn't believe him. They didn't believe him after he proved it over and over again. They didn't believe him. You know, now this kid, this bull riding kid, if he would have jumped out there and rode that bull, and I mean spurred one, we would have never asked if he was a bull rider. We'd have just known. We, we would have seen it. it would, watched it with our own eyes and known that he's just different, but he's a bull rider, right? But here Jesus is performing miracle after miracle, sign after sign. And they still question. They questioned back on that day, and they still question today. 
whether Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. You see, when we get to verse 35, I feel like uh, Jesus is, is giving us a final warning. He's giving them a final warning. He, he's, he's pleading with them. Jesus once again speaks of Himself as the light of the world. The light of the world. He, he reminds them that the light is only with them for a little while longer. And that they should come and walk in the light. Come to the light. Otherwise, darkness would soon overtake them and they, they would stumble around in ignorance. Jesus seemed to liken Himself to the sun and the daylight that it offers. The sun rises in the morning. It reaches its peak around noon. starts going back down and descends over the horizon in the evening. It's only with us for a limited number of hours and so we should benefit ourselves while it's here. Because when night comes, we don't have the benefit of the sunlight anymore. Spiritually, the one who believes in the Lord Jesus is, is the one who walks in the light. The, the one who rejects Him walks in the darkness and does not know where He is going or where they're going. Because listen, um, do you really think though that a person who, who doesn't walk in the light, doesn't know Jesus... Do you think they know the road they're on? I, I, I tried to think about this week. Uh, the, Jesus is laying it out. He lays it out for us. Do, do we really think that a, that a person who, who doesn't accept Jesus Christ knows that they're on the road to hell? And what that road to hell looks like? I have a hard time believing that they do. But maybe I don't know. I have a hard time believing that somebody would be okay with being on the road to hell and understanding what that means. You see, the problem is that they lack divine guidance. They lack the divine guidance. They're stumbling through life. But, but listen, that doesn't mean that Jesus isn't trying to get them to come to Him. Hey, he's still after every person who walks this earth. He, he's after them to get them to come and confess Him as Lord. So that they can have life, true life. And for those that confess Him, for those that confess Him and are walking in the light, are they shining His light though? I mean, it's full circle, isn't it? For those that come to Him and walking in that light, are we letting that light shine through us? So that others can see that light. So that others can see Jesus. I, I mean, truly, do we, do we really take it serious that after this life there are two things that happen? And only two things that happen. After this life, we, we have life with Him for all eternity if we confess Him. And for those that don't, there is hell. And I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not a fire and brimstone preacher, but, but I want to be honest. I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that there is heaven and there is hell. And there is no middle road. There is no alternate road. It is those two and those two alone. Right. That's right. Are we getting serious about it, though? You see, uh, if we truly take that seriously, that there is two options. 
and we walk in the light, do we take it seriously that all of those around us have the same two choices? Are we good with just walking, walking the walk for ourselves and not bringing anybody with us? Are we serious about making sure that we lay aside our flesh and our selfishness and, and all that stuff and we walk with Jesus Christ and we allow His light to shine through us so that others will see Him? Because if we truly believe that there is only heaven and hell, why would we ever want anybody to experience hell? Why would we ever want anybody to, to be on that road? Why would we ever want anybody to see that? Why would we not want everybody to see Jesus Christ and what He offers, what He gives and who He is and what He does, what He's done already? You see, because uh, Jesus tells us in John 13, 34, and 35 what those who choose to walk in the light do. What those who choose Him do. He says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. It says, By this all men will know that you are My disciples, if you have love for one another. And we love it. Are we loving people? Because if we're walking in light, that's what He calls us to do. He calls us to, to love people. Are we loving people as much as we are called to love them. Are we loving people so much that they can see the light? Capital L. Are we loving them so much that they can see Jesus? Now I understand that we have no control on what somebody does with the light. We have no control on what somebody does with the love that pours out of you. But that's not for you to decide. <laughs> it's for you to love. It's for you to shine a light. And now listen, I'm, I'm preaching to myself in this. I'll love it. If I have not loved you, I apologize right now. If I have not poured out love on you as an individual, I apologize right now. And, and I am saying this from the heart. I, I truly want to be pouring out love as Jesus calls me to love on each one of you. And if I haven't poured out love on you, I want you to come tell me. Y'all may think I'm crazy for that, but I'm being real. And if I can't love you, how am I ever supposed to love somebody outside these walls? And I think the... the it falls for every one of us, doesn't it? If we can't love right here, how are we ever going to love out there? You see, I don't want to put on all this stuff to look like a bull rider. I don't want to put on all this stuff to be to look like a Christian. I want to be authentic and be real. I, 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 and if people laugh at me Make fun of me? What? Tell me I'm wrong. What's it matter? I want to be honest with myself. I encourage you to be honest with yourself. Because God knows your heart. And He knows how you're loving. He knows if you're shining a light. 
I pray that somebody's opinion of me never changes my walk with Jesus. You see, I told that story at the beginning because it draws a picture of the difference between a fan and a father. It draws a difference between somebody who, who just thinks it's a good idea and somebody who wants to walk the walk with Jesus. Are we just putting on our Christianity? Are we just, are we just putting it on or are we living it? Because it's pretty easy to convince yourself that you're a bull rider. You can go buy all the stuff. You can put it all on. You can tell people all about it, right? Until it's time to be a bull rider. Until it's time to crawl down on a 2,000 pound bull and nod your face. You have to ask yourself, do I really want to be a bull rider? Do I really want to take the smashings and the crashings to one day have victory? Do I have the heart? See, on the other hand, I think it's easy to convince ourselves that we're a Christian. I think it's easy to convince ourselves that we're a Christian. We, we, we uh, say all the right things. We do all the right things. Maybe we even buy all the right things until it's time to be a Christian. Until it's time to love somebody that you don't want to love. But they need the love of Jesus poured out on them from you. Do we have the heart? Be honest with yourself. Do, do you have the want to follow Jesus as He leads you anywhere on this journey? Are you willing to allow His light to shine through you, pouring out love on all people around us? You see, Jesus said in verse 36, while you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become sons of the light. Other versions say people of the light. Well, a follower. A follower. I want you to highlight that in your Bible if it's not highlighted. Because what a statement that Jesus makes. While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become sons of the light. These things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that believing, you'll have life in His name. It's in Him that we have life. But we can't just come to Him confessing and then go about ourselves. No, He, he wants us to walk in the light. He wants us to love. And it's not about works. It's not about doing checking the box. It's about being a follower. You see, because Jesus goes on in, in what He says, He expands on this, but John sets the stage first. John sets the stage for what's going on. So, so I'm going to do some reading again, and I want you to just listen to it as John sets the stage and then what Jesus says. These things Jesus spoke, and He went away and hid Himself for a while. Verse 37, but though he had performed so many signs before them, yet they were not believing in him. He just proved who he was, not by his words, but by his actions, and they didn't believe in him. 
This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah, the prophet, which he spoke, Lord, who has believed our reports? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason they could not believe. For Isaiah said again, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so that they would not see with their eyes and perceive with their hearts and be converted and I heal them. These things Isaiah said because he saw his glory. He saw the glory of Jesus. And he spoke of him. I've been debating whether to talk about that or not. And, and it's a, quite a statement that, that, that John just lays out for us as he pulls back from Old Testament Scripture. And a lot of people say, well, they're blinded and they can't see. Well, you know what? It was their own choice. And I'm going to go into it. was their own choice that allowed their hearts and their eyes to, their hearts to be hardened and their eyes to be shut. Think about today. The, the more people deny Christ, the more, the more that they... That they Talk him away. The more that they come up with excuses as the reason why Jesus isn't the Christ, the Son of God, the more that they do that, the eyes become more darkened and the heart becomes even harder. It's the same then. John, John has set the stage here that says, hey, that, that it's their own choice. Their own choice has hardened them. Their own choice has hardened them from the Christ. Let me get to this. Nevertheless, many, even of the rulers, believed in Him. So listen, some of them believed, but because of the Pharisees, they were not confessing Him for fear that they would be cast out of the synagogue. For they loved the approval of men. For they loved the approval of men rather than the approval of God. Man, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person, and I don't want this church to be that person. That's why I'm preaching about being honest, being real with ourselves and walking in the light. And Jesus cried out and said, He who believes in me does not believe in me, but in him who sent me. The Father, right? He who sees me sees the one who sent me. I have come as light into the world so that everyone who believes in me will not remain in darkness. And he's calling all to him. He said, I don't want you to be in darkness anymore. I want you to be in me. If anyone hears my saying and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. If anybody tells you that not all man can come to Christ, don't listen to him. Okay? Whosoever, whosoever claims Jesus Christ as Lord can be saved. He says, but to save the world, he who rejects me and does not receive my sayings has one who judges him. The word I spoke is what will judge him at the last day. To boil it all down, Jesus said, I have come so that you can have life, true life, and have it to the fullest. I've come for you to have that. But if you do not believe what I've spoken, then you know what's coming. Then you know what's coming. Church number one, do we believe in Jesus? Do we believe in Him? Do, do we believe that He is the Christ, the Son of God? If we do, we walk in the light. Capital L. We walk in the light. We do not walk in darkness, and what a blessing that is. 
Do we understand how, how great that blessing is and it's all glory to the Father? That's what Jesus is saying. Listen, if we walk in the light, let's walk in the light. Let's walk in. Let's not just talk about it, but let's walk in. I talked a little last week about a song that I asked Jeanette to sing, and, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to sing it one day, and I, I didn't mean to put pressure on it last week. But, I don't know if it's our theme song or not, but I want to read it to you this morning. And this song is, it's called It Starts Right Here. And I don't know if I believe in the first part about it, but I'm going to read it to you anyways. And I want you to just listen to this song, okay? We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on a screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. I hope that's not true. <laughs> if it is, tell me, okay? Um, we want our blessings in our pocket. We keep our missions overseas, but for the hurting in our cities, would we even cross the street? Hey. Huh. But we want to see the heart set free and the tyrant kneel. The walls fall down and our land be healed. But church, if we want to see a change in the world out there, it's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. Lord, I'm starting right here. Lord, I'm starting right now. I'm like the brother of the prodigal who turned his nose and puffed his chest. He didn't run off like his brother, but his soul was just as dead. What if the church on Sunday was still the church on Monday too? What if we came down from our towers and walked a mile in someone's shoes? Because hmm. we want to see the harp set free and the tyrant kneel. The walls fall down and our land be healed. But church, if we want to see a change in the world out there, it's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. Lord, I, I'm starting right here. Lord, I'm starting right now. We're the people who are called by His name. If we'll surrender all our pride and turn from our ways, He will hear from heaven and forgive us our sins. He will heal our land, but it starts right here. It's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. I'm going to invite the music team up. Uh, church, are we saying that? Are we saying I'm starting right here? I'm starting right now. Are, are we saying that? If you've not confessed Jesus as Lord, let me just say this. Today's the day. Don't let another day go by that you don't confess Jesus as Lord. Because you have two options. Him or hell. That's what it comes to. So if you haven't confessed Him, confess Him. But if you have confessed Jesus as Lord, a command I give you, He says, love one another. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must, so you must. It's not an option. He says you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. No more just being a wannabe Christian. No more being a wannabe Christian. 
It's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. I pray you'll say, Lord, I'm starting right here. Lord, I'm starting right now. I want to get outside of these walls. I want to be about shining His light. Letting people know who He is. I don't want to just talk a talk. I want to be out there amongst His people. Getting them to see that He is the Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Are you with me? Amen, Amen huh? Amen. Yeah, let's go to Him in prayer. Father God, I thank You for this morning. I thank You for Your Word. I thank You that our power is from You. We're not alone in this. You, you, you are the one that leads the way. You're the one that gives us the power, the courage, the strength, the everything we possibly could need to journey through this life and shine Your light. Lord, it is not our love that's poured out. It is Yours. It is Your love that's poured out through us. And Lord, I pray that we don't contain it. We don't shut the door on it, but we open it up and we pour out Your love on people who need it, even if we don't want to. Lord, help us to be all about You. Lord, help us to understand that it starts right here and it starts right now. It starts with this church. It starts with all the people here. It starts with me. It starts with all of us. And Lord, help us to have the courage to do that. Lord, I don't want to be a wannabe anymore. I want to be about You. About You. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you need prayers this morning as we stand and sing, I want to encourage you to come up front and pray with you. Stand and sing with us.